What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Oh, I'm so glad you went to Kansas and recorded this episode so we can be done very soon. <laughs> I'm so tired. Perfect. Oh, I'm glad to hear so it. So Russell, Russell Jansen of... of Former former New York City ballet dancer will be joining us all momentarily from the past. Right. We talked to them in Kansas City. Kansas. In Lawrence, Kansas, really. Lawrence. Lawrence. Um, yes. So, as promised for last week's episode, and then... Well, I did cut that out, so no one was expecting it. You're so smart, Jeremy. I thought, ugh, I guess I should cut that out. Jeremy, wow, that's incredible. Can you believe it? You know, I usually listen to the episodes, but now I'm like, did I listen to the episode? What did we talk about? No idea. We are only going forward. True. You know what? (laughs) Friday. Let me think about Friday. What's it? Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Friday was the day that I tried to the get flood. to I tried to get to Kansas but failed. Wow, because of the flood. That's right. There was such flooding and I I got up, wow. I got up in the morning. My flight was still on time. I said, "Okay. I was mm. headed to the subway. My flight was going to be a couple hours late." I said, "You know what? I'm just going to go because you never know what happens." I'm starting to get on the subway. My flight says canceled. I say, "Okay, I'm going to go halfway to the airport." And then I'm going to sit down. Well, I'm going to call American Airlines from at least when I'm over the river at Court Square. So I'll be on my way. And if something, if they find a flight that's earlier, at least I can zip to the airport. So I'm on the phone with American Airlines. It takes quite a while. Eventually, though, American Airlines, they do find me a flight for the next day, Saturday, at exactly the same time. And I say, J'adore. Thank you so much. I will happily be on that flight. Now, the trip to get back home was another story because every train I attempted to get on, they were like, this one is now over. This one is now over. Uh, this, this line's now over. Yikes. So I did eventually make my way home via the 7 train and a local running A train, but it was a bit convoluted. And then I got home and I pretended like I was having a one-night hotel stay on a at a, in a layover city a one night no night one stay. night no one day one day one day no, no night, night stay. stay one night one night no day stay that's right and so i i just opened my suitcase to make sure things stayed dry and i i didn't unpack and i just watched movies and i watched arrival on netflix because it was there heaven goodness it's a good movie oh it's great i love it I was utter. I've seen it before, but I found myself feeling utterly confused at the end, and I had to go online and ask some questions. Oh my god! I think we saw that movie together. Probably. And you didn't know what happened. They'll still can't figure it out. The first time. Time is really abstract to me, so I, <laughs> I, I watched it again. Still didn't know what happened, and then I looked it up and explained <laughs> explained to me online. A time is a circle. Time is a circle. Yeah, the past is the future. Wow, don't say stuff like that. It freaks me out. Okay. So... <laughs> Vertigo. Then... But goodness, the design of that movie is tremendous. Yeah. It's why we are excited to see Dune. It's, it's all the same feeling. It's the best designed space vessels, space creatures I've ever seen. And that they even, like, designed this language. I was like, this is so good. So it good. Is, it is really great. Um... Yes. Okay, 
so okay so I did eventually I got to Kansas the following day everything went beautifully on Saturday and it was for my friend Ellie's 40th birthday and many of her very closest friends convened and Russell Jansen was there well Russell came the next day because his flight also got messed up and we did all kinds of cook and wandering around Lawrence and also games and we watched Fatal Attraction and also we made Claire Saffitt's New York Times cinnamon buns. I enjoyed watching that video. Delicious. I, I mean, foolproof. not to love? I mean, also foolproof method. I have to say, like, as we went through the steps, I was like, there's literally nowhere you could go wrong doing this if you do it exactly how she says and how much are you loving claire's i am cape videos uh, no jeremy i'm like this is the kitchen that you need to be in for every video thank you mom and dad obsessed with the lighting it's just like so perfect i love when her mom came on i love her digging in the mud for the clams with her feet like Mm -hmm. it's all the most and having her husband sitting on the short it's it's the best best movies i've ever seen yeah, and really and to get stuff. to see the editor, the cameraman, also in the water digging for clams, I thought mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. having a wonderful time. You know, it's living the dream. That is the dream to just make things with your friends and, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great, it's great. Um, um, sounds great. Um, and um, that's when you talk to Russell the podcast it sounded like um russell was gonna go to bed and you forced well we had we had discussed doing the recording at many points and it just kind of never happened because there was many people in the house so it was just like we Mm -hmm. were always being kind of like interrupted hounded well it was just like paparazzi there was always kind of group things to do and so this was the moment when we were all watching Fatal Attraction and Russell and I were finishing up the cinnamon buns and it just gave us an opportunity to sit down in the dining room and have a chat. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I haven't listened. I You just sent it to me. So yeah. I listened to the beginning. It's a bit... Um, Rambling? Well, it, Russell, get, Russell gets to the heart of it and wakes up, but also we were middle of cooking, so sometimes we go to the kitchen and you hear some mm-hmm. clanging, but... Okay. Okay. Um, well... Also, I think our our guests, which we call our listeners, our guests, our guests are are used to such nonsense. Absolutely, um, buckle so, up. But I think it's it's a nice supplement to Russell's article in the Times that you must all read, obviously. And um, we read it every day. You every day we to re- read that. Yeah, article. you have to remind yourself about about the body. You gotta. And so that's, that was my trip to Kansas and I'm now I'm back. And I, literally while we were texting two minutes ago, I was on the subway heading back from the airport, but now I'm home and I'm unpacked. Everything's put away. That's great. Thank you. That's great. And I'm going line dancing tonight. Oh, line dancing's really where it's at. That's the only thing I care about. And also Chris, I really saw it in action. Oh. I thought this is it. Now, were they doing two? In a post, were they doing two stepping or line dancing? I have no idea what they were doing. It didn't look. It like, did not seem like line dancing. Right, because they weren't doing uni- um, unison dance moves. Right. 
So I don't know, but so then I said, I don't know what line dancing is. This, you know, it was social dance of some, some yes. kind. Western social dance. Around. We love. Naomi really wants to eat. She says, you give me that food. You give it to me. She's looking at you like, where is it? No, she's like, like, pawing at me. Does she eat it? Five she's o'clock? Really, she's really come around. Uh, yeah. This is when she wants to be eating. Wow. I force her to wait till 5.30. Now, we don't eat, ever record at this hour. Never. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. But times times be crazy. Times be crazy. We were meant to record tomorrow morning, but Harriet and I have to quickly, quickly start making corrections to costumes for Christopher Williams. Because there's a tech tomorrow afternoon. And please come see the show if you're in town um, next week. Opens on the 12th. Oh, go see it. Go see... It opens... When? The 12th. What's that? What day? Oh, today's like the... The third. Second or third. Yeah. And... Okay, great, yeah. Yeah, come Next... Up. So a week... Next week. Yeah. Brishnikov Arts Center. It should be... Which, oh, actually, I heard it's now called Brishnikov Arts. Just bah. bah. Call these things whatever we want. Thank you. Nyla. Oh, my God. Nyla... Uh, say whatever you want. These people don't own us. They can, they can, they can call themselves whatever they want. Jamie, huh? Um, J.K. Rowling says trans people are awful. You are basically. really into this podcast. I did finish it, and I thought she's awful. Oh wow, she couldn't defend herself. Or um, she, well, she is defending herself. Her whole position is defensive. Wow. It's kind of, I feel like, the the problem of the situation. Right. It's complicated. I do... The problem I have with the podcast is that is that it really it centers this, per, this person and um, who, I, who I don't think should be the center. You know, it's sort of this, like, it's the kind of narcissistic edge of the whole thing. Right. That it's, like, just about her then mm-hmm. and I'm like this isn't about you but you make this you know it's basically like the crux of her worldview in relationship to trans rights is that men are more aggressive and will hurt women what? and that men that want to be women are a threat to women. What? I mean, specifically, it comes up around, like, prison stuff, which, like, there are problematic dynamics at play. Absolutely. But the way that she has chosen to go about this whole thing is not uh, caring. Does not feel caring. Wow. It feels very defensive and kind of violent in that way well it also feels like it's not taking the majority of people into consideration the majority of people who don't fit in 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 conventional gender ways right well there's there's so much to be said about this situation i mean the whole like the whole prison aspect it's like things people actually do lose rights when they go to prison it's kind of like the whole that's a scenario point. of it. Yeah. So that is really complicated, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's really complicated. That's all I can really say about like that whole situation. 
Right. Like, prison. Like, what is it good for? You know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's not, It's, like, I mean, beyond me. It's, it's say, the whole... Like, I, prisons I, work or whatever. Well, it seems to me, <laughs> and I'm certainly no expert, that prison... <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Prison is not a functioning concept it because it doesn't really aim to rehabilitate and like help people it just sort of aims to keep them isolated and then make them kind of even more upset more poor less involved in society it does all these things that it's you know but there's also part of the complexity is that there's like a full range of people what we're talking about in terms of like a prison thing they're like full psychopath horror people mm. who will you know it's so, so like and like someone who was wrong wrongly convicted so what do you you know what are we even talking about <sighs> do mm. i think like people should be protected and like kept safe yeah sure mm. but this shit's complicated honey right. So like that like your focal point is 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 this kind of defense defending women thing is you're like choosing one part of this whole like galaxy of like human living and you're fixated on one part of it and having that stand in for like the whole thing that's hard to have a conversation about you know I'm I'm and anyway, I don't really, I, I do recommend reading it. There's, there's the sort of like penultimate episode, um, doesn't, isn't like focused on J.K. Rowling in the same way. Um, and that's interesting. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I definitely could see people listening to the podcast and, taking J.K. Rowling's side, which is part part of, like, why I kind of hesitate, because I do feel like it kind of sells her story in a way that and doesn't actually confront the, the real, like, illogic of the dynamic in her argument. But mm. it does confront her. So, like... It tries to, it's, I think that the maker of this podcast does their best to confront and, and complicate the situation as much as possible. Mm. But I did feel like, but that you're not really getting to the problem here. But anyway. It's very complicated. Uh, it's, it's really complicated and I am not a fan of J.K. Rowling. But I, you know, I don't like want her tied to a tree and, you know, ripped apart by vultures or anything. No, but it, look, you know, I, like, I understand okay. why this is, her in particular, is so complicated for everybody because, like, she has generated this thing that has brought joy to billions of people for many, many mm-hmm. years. And, and it's hard, to, it's like the Michael Jackson thing. It's kind of like, what do you do? You know, you, you can't make the, the, the product go away. So you're stuck with this thing that right, like right. people will, well, you, yeah, people are going to continue to love and enjoy. And also like there's a very complicated thing attached to it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it does sort of undermine that, like, books are, you know, like, oh, maybe books aren't actually useful for, like, good and evil and, you know, shh. Rowling tries to, like, def- sh- there's, in this la- in the last episode, um, basically, the question is something like, how do you know that you're not the evil one? <laughs> and her answer is that, like, if you, if you, if you take pleasure in what you're doing, then it might be evil. Mm. Can you believe it? I'm like, are, are, you, are you kidding? What? <laughs> what? I was like, get out of here. Get out of town, Miss um, Rowling. Get out of here, lady. And then there's this thing. I mean, I think part of part of why she, why Rowling thinks feels that she, that they need to talk specifically is they think that like there is this huge international uh, push to for trans for children to transition basically. Wow. And I think I think Rowling's view is that it's similar to like bloodletting or something. That it's like a a fad, like a scientific fad. But like who's push? Do you know what I mean? Like the media? No. You know, social Instagram or you know whatever. N- well, Which I don't think that's entirely not true, you're, but I but also, also here's think, the thing, when people yeah. feel allowed to do something, when people, when something becomes normalized, then a lot more people participate in it because all along they probably would have and should have, but they felt shame and fear. Well, there's a thing that comes up around puberty. Rolling is like, puberty's hard for everyone. And I am like, that is true. Puberty is an impossible experience i think for a majority of people yes however that for me i just started being like could we focus on parents not being awful 99.9999 percent of the time with everything Mm. could we like what about parents like focusing on parenting dynamics where like you communicate with your child and you have there's like conversations and stuff like so much of of like gender dysphoria is because we've placed these ideas of how you're supposed to be in the in whatever body you find yourself as well right and that like these expectations and meanings that are associated and defining people based on things that aren't defining essentially mm. so i you know, in, in the penultimate episode, there's, like, an, I think a really helpful conversation with this trans person about uh, their experience and being very young when they transitioned and, and so forth. But, you know, part of it, I'm just like, these fucking parents. Hmm. This podcast sounds very anyway, good. It sounds provocative. It's, it's definitely provocative, and I do think that they really are trying hard to get a nuanced complicated view of the subject um i also recognize that like no one would be listening to it if it wasn't based around jk rowling so i like i get it and 
that's money for you. Money, uh, money, gr- money. Sponsored by Fast Growing Trees. Yeah, what should you we know, kind I always, of... I always laughed every What time should we focus about. our podcast on so people will listen and will get rich? Um, uh, meandering? No. <laughs> no. Um, no, no. Uh, see, this is, this is where things well, go Well, maybe awry. if it was a Taylor Swift podcast or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. nothing about... I absolutely can't do that. I can't stand that whole scenario. No, I know nothing of Taylor we Swift. We could do Beyonce. Really excited to see this movie that's going to come out December 1st, I believe. Is this a movie of the concert? Yeah, I believe, oh. you know. Well, you know, it's, it's fun. I got on my plane today in Kansas City, which was her latest leg of the oh, tour. Oh, right, the last, the last yeah. show. And everyone getting on my plane. I thought, who, for a moment, I thought, why is everyone getting on this plane so kind of, like, fabulous? Like, yeah. all these, like, Beyonce, gorgeous black why. women and gay men. And I was yeah. like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, this is Beyonce not Kansas City. It. This is Beyonce. Slay. She slay. So, my, uh, a friend who came over last night who went to the New Orleans show and, um, had nothing but, you know, the, it was like one of the greatest experiences of their life. That you seems know, to be like, the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I, there's a New York Times article that I listened to. I listened to someone read it. Wow. Um, and, uh, about, about the concert and the kind of transcendence and, but yeah, I mean, I listen to the album like it's my running album still. Oh. So. <laughs> um, yes, looking forward to more Beyonce. Yes, the running album—that's what she should have called it. No, no. it's called Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> anyway, um, should we be done? Oh, I did see watch the um this. Uh, Sebastian Silva, Jordan Firstman movie. Have you seen about this movie? I have seen about it, and no, I. Me. <laughs> she's desperate. She's desperate. Well, she's actually playing with her rag, which is I've never seen her play with it on her own. Oh. So it's um, very funny. Good for her. Um, well, speaking of oh, okay, I have heard about <laughs> I have heard about it, and mm. I have a lot of resistance towards seeing it. I understand that. I watched um, Sebastian Silva's film with Kristen Wiig well, a few weeks ago. Well, They're out, it's like a lot of their movies are on movie right now. What What is I the one with movie. Kristen Wiig? I don't know what it's called. Oh. Um, and I actually, realizing I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, it's all very handheld, which I kind of like. In the sense, like, I kind of find it inspiring to just make a movie. You're like, just grab a camera and, like, have scenes where people say things. Right. You know? Um, yeah. And I I thought this movie was much better than that other movie. I liked how, I liked how it used, like, nudity and sexuality in, like, a asexual kind of way uh. <laughs> like this is not about being sexy this is just like b- bodies having sex around and like party and whatever um and the tone is this kind of comedy that's not telecasting mm. telegraphing uh-huh. 
I think you're right. Phoning. Um, yeah, I, I think, and it uses social media in these ways. I, I think it's really something. I think it's something. All right. I just have a, I have this feeling that it's gonna, I think you will hate these people. Yeah, it'll, it'll make me upset. And, um, I'll feel, I think it's good. I'll feel like more doomed than usual, you know? Mm. If I watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's definitely like a twist in the plot in the middle, which is fun. All right. Um, which I think like sort of cuts against maybe the narcissistic feeling of the beginning. But um, yeah, it's on movie, I believe. I don't have that. <laughs> I should. Sh- I should. Sh- oh, I, I was. I'm sharing this password with a bunch of people. Also, I should send it to you. Movie. Um, um, what else? I'm going to... I think I'm going to try to go to the ballet again Friday, see some other things. There's the Christopher Williams show. There's a, there's a lot of shows happening and coming up that, like... I, I don't know if I'm in denial, but I'm just, like, not doing any planning. I know I'm going to see the Leon Opera Ballet to... Um, Dance, which is by oh my gosh, I'm Cinda Child. Thank you so much. Wow, that was crazy. I had a brain fart. Yeah, maybe I'll be there. Really? TBD. Um. Yeah. Um. And then there's a number of other things at like Skirball and other places that I just have not pulled it together to really figure out. There's also a lot of things happening at Pageant. Pam Tanowitz. Oh, Pam Tanowitz at City Center. Yeah. I'll be there. Love that. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. It's 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 the fall. It's happening. It is. I was invited to a fall for dance show tonight. I said, no, thank you. I can't go to fall for dance. It's too hard. It's too hard to see shows like that? What do you mean? I don't know. It's just such a, I mean, not my favorite word, but it is a poo-poo platter. And um, even though I have friends who I love and admire and respect dancing tonight, I'm like, I, I, I just got back. You know what I mean? I can't, I couldn't can't do it. do everything. I can't do it. There's a, there's a, there's a version of me that would do it, but it's not today. I love that. I think do less. <laughs> And we should, we should start doing less right now by stopping. I think you're exactly <laughs> right. Nomi has to eat immediately, she says. Immediately. Immediately. Okay, well, in, yeah, do you think the Russell thing will happen before or after this? After. Okay, well, enjoy. It's going to happen right now. Our little talk, and um, we'll see you next week. We love you. We love you now. We love you later. We love you next week. Because okay. time, right, time, time is a circle. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's right. Hello, good evening. From uh, here in Lawrence, Kansas. A little weekend trip to see my friend Ellie's 40th birthday. I guess it's not a performance. To participate in my friend Ellie's 40th birthday. And we've stayed in this big house in Lawrence. And we made meals, and what else have we done? We walked to get sandwiches. We walked to get sandwiches, which was (laughs) Russell's brilliant idea that brought us all together. So Russell Jansen is here with us, as promised, for last week's episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then what was the episode called? The one was called without, without Russell, Russell Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Our most, to be here. Our most frequent friend. Yeah. Um, so we are here to talk about that you finished your ballet career at the New York City Ballet. I did. You did. I don't have any. This feels so funny to me. I was about, I just said, I'm ready to go to bed. You did, and I said, well, I'm afraid we have to do this. So you're going to have to ask. You're going to have to ask. Okay, I'm going to, okay, let me try to turn my brain on. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I'll just sort of like go chronologically. That always helps me. That week. Let's go back a little further. Oh. Yeah. So ever since I've known you, The topic of stopping has been... Yeah, I wondered what it was going to happen. Yeah, it's always been like in the conversation. And I've often thought like, well, this is a person who's clearly like thinking about what's beyond (laughs) the ballet career, which many people do not. Well, I think also a lot of my friends stopped dancing. The people who I was really close to in the company stopped dancing before me. Right. You kept seeing your friends leave. Yeah, starting pretty early. Yeah. Like... Your closest school of mates. Yeah, yeah. Like Michael Tucker, Amy Barker, Brianna Shepard, they all left City Ballet. And then David and Josh. Then David and Josh. I mean, that was 10 years later, but like... Oh, was it? Yeah. They were in the company in 9 or 10 years. Yeah. And then... And like Craig and Rebecca, Alan Ostrom, Amanda, Faye, you know, a lot of people yeah. who I was pretty close to. And then one of your primary partners. And then Tess left. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. So I guess that really you have to confront departing frequently. <laughs> yeah. And also, I also I think when, not that I thought about it the entire time I was in the company, but when I got in the company, I also knew that I would have liked going to college. And you did. I mean, you did. Yeah, but I mean like in the way that people who I went to high school with went to college. Right. And I think, I think I... I think I've always felt pretty sure that I will be able to find fulfillment elsewhere. And I think sometimes that made me wonder whether or not this was the most fulfilling thing for me to do. Right. Especially at times when I was having a hard time. Right. You know. I don't know that anything will ever be the most fulfilling thing. Right. Which is kind of... Right. Where I arrived in my final week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, here's a question. Not that I left because of that. This is, I keep thinking, like, what I imagine you perceived as my relationship to your discussing leaving and then eventually actually deciding to leave. But I'd be curious to hear from you. Like, about what was, like how you felt about it? Right. <laughs> um, well... I think that it, like, I think, I mean, I really only started talking about it seriously the last, like, two or three years. Mm -hmm. Like, when I feel like when, right before I started getting injured again, I was kind of, like, thinking it would be in the next five years, and that was in the fall of 2019. And then, then I got injured, then I got injured, then there was COVID, then I got injured again, then injured again. Yeah. Um, but I think I, that's when I first started talking about it a little bit more seriously because I had, that was, that was, I was doing stuff outside of the company to Mm -hmm. see if I could 
expand the dance world for myself in a way mm-hmm. that would maybe like get you excited not or, that I wasn't excited but like or at least fill in some gaps yeah and and you know I was yeah I'm kind of like because I think I had kind of stagnated with school a little bit then mm-hmm. too so I was trying to like f- yeah fill out my life a little bit more yeah and so it was really useful. I think you enjoyed talking to me about what more there is in dance then. Right. And you were like, well, it's not time to be done dancing. Right. Here's all these other things. When when we did the Guggenheim show, were you a soloist at that point? This is 20, I think 2018. I, no, I was a principal. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. So you were kind of like excited about dance in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that I, I don't think... I think there were, I, w- I was about to say, I don't think there were times when I wasn't excited about dance, but like there were times when I was really down on dance, but I, it wasn't hard for me to find excitement in performance or in rehearsal or in looking at, at what might be coming up, right. you know? Um, yeah. But I think like this conversation started out with you being about like what else can dance be for me Mm. and then it started to be like I it's an amount I think I started feeling like it was an amount of effort to keep my body together that you didn't you I don't relate to that right I feel like you didn't really believe me interesting (laughs) because well in the same way like I don't believe you about allergies in a way like I mean I obviously do right and yet I can't help but forget Right. And I think that you, like, I, I was good at doing what I needed to do to get out on stage. So you saw me out on stage not being injured or not appearing injured. Right. But I did walk down the street with you as you limped around. Right. <laughs> so that did feel real. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that one time we went to the shed and I, we like, we were watching some, some, there's some like coral thing with like art projections and my back like fully went into spasm while we were lying on the floor. We were lying on the floor. Yeah, they were. We were like walking through the chorus, and then we sat down at one point. The chorus of actual people. Yeah. You and me. Yeah, at the shed, early on. Wow. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And then. Wait, you really? I don't remember. Why don't I remember this? I don't know. It was. It was a while ago. Was it memorable? I you mean, I remember it. Were other people laying down? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Remember, there was like morphing art. It was, um... What is morphing art? It was, like, projections of... It was, like, a painting. Someone had painted something and then more started morphing the painting, mm. manipulating it electronically. No. It's not coming to me, but I'm glad to know that we experienced that. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay, we're going to walk to the kitchen for a second. I'm just going to have to check on something. And... Um, okay, so we're at the shed. You're, you're, you're laying down. No, I was just saying that, like, and then once it started to be dance is maybe an amount of effort for my body that I'm having a hard time with, then you were like, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> you can keep going. And then, and then I decided that I was, and then I decided, well, what, then wait, what let happened? me just say, wait, I, I think okay. that, okay. I'm, I'm just going to interject for a second. That's eight. That comes from two things. That comes from my inability to relate to that in a way because of like the way in which I've avoided these kind of acute injuries. And also that like, to me, 
because you are younger than me, it always just seemed like, but you're so much younger than me, you can right. keep going. Right. Okay, go on. And then I think I decided I was done and, and separately and then told you, mm-hmm. which I think... Well, I didn't, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that I'd be like consulted on the matter. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't think anyone was really. No, you have to I mean, to I, I think I talked to Patrick a lot about it. Yeah, you have to make that yeah. choice. So I think I was like, I was telling people and yeah. then I told you... And you were mad because I wasn't going to do Pam's dance. This was, it wasn't about you retiring. That was... Oh, oh, that's right. There was a shift at one point. And I think it was like after COVID and I had had multiple injuries and I was like, it's starting to be time. Mm -hmm. And you were like, that's okay. And I was like, just get to... Because you didn't used to say that. You were like, I just need to see Law of Mosaics. Right. And then you can retire. Isn't that selfish? And, and, And I was like, okay, sure. Because I knew when it, I knew it was going to be in the year that I wanted to retire anyway. Right. But I hadn't decided when, and then right. I was like, I can't, I can't stay that long. Because you would have had to go till the spring. It would have been like yeah. And then you would have had very short period of time to turn around your life and move to Massachusetts. Right. I mean, yeah. Because at that point, I had, I had decided I was going to school. Right. Which was great. Yeah. Everybody, but I didn't find out till March that you were going to school. Right. I, I didn't tell anyone that I'd apply. I didn't tell people really until I got in. Because I, I, I applied. And if they haven't read the thing, where are you, what are you doing? I'm going, well, I'm, I'm going to get my master's in social work. Right. And if you need to know details or want to hear sort of philosophically yeah, about what Russell said, he, he did a very, very, very um, concise and beautiful job with your story for the Times. Thank you. Which, off, I mean, a shocking kind of cross-section of the dance community has been reposting it to just, even if these people don't know you, just to say, like, this is a kind of very articulate way of expressing this experience of, like, both... How do I say this? Well, you said it so beautifully, so I don't even know why I'm trying to kind of sum it up. But it's about the body and the ways in which, like, you... say You say it. Well, I... It was... It was... I wrote about like the ways in which being tied to your body as a dancer offers you something and also restricts right. your life right. and then deciding to not have that anymore offers you something and then also takes away something That's huge. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well done. <laughs> I did, I mean, I did really, write it many different ways. So. It's interesting like Dancers who've gone through, like, that kind of, like, finite experience of, like, today is the day when I have to go through, like, a physical and emotional shift toward something different. Mm -hmm. I didn't really do that. Like, I just kind of, like, finished things. Right. Well, you all, like, you never had, like, a, and this is my last dance. No. Because you're still... I don't believe there's... Right, I'm not. Right. I'm but I still think a lot of people do. Like for me, it was really important to be like, this is the last one. <clears throat> right, I don't actually believe that for you, but but you know what? I, but like, to, no, I've also you know what I mean, I've never had like such a substantial um, put down in one place. Like you really right. were right. in one place for a very long yeah, time. So yeah. like, there's a lot of like meaning wrapped up in like doing one final performance with yeah. like that thing. Yeah. So in that way, I like don't relate but I have had a lot of final performances with very in various kind yeah. of like constructions wait did you have the timeline 
Um, yeah, because we started recording, and then probably okay. like in t- one or two minutes, okay. it's done. Great. Um, we're we're we have some anxiety because we're making Claire Saffitt's New York Times cinnamon bun recipe, and this will be interesting for Jeremy. I already made her nut one from Dessert Person, which is absolutely delicious. Um, but she she recently posted a long form New York Times video about like exactly how to make excellent cinnamon buns and. We did. We executed it today, though. We had to make a glaring alteration, which is that you're meant to use speculoos cookies, which we didn't have. And then Russell thought I was kidding when I told him to steal from the Delta people on the flight to Kansas. Yeah, what are they called? So the B. Biscoff. Biscoff. Right. Yeah. And so what we ended up using are Belvita kind of like breakfast Fiber. breakfast diuretics. <laughs> <laughs> which I think will be good. Anyways. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the experience of like going through the week as a, as a, as an audience member. Oh, great. You're going to tell me about my retirement. Yeah. (laughs) Your final week. Because I, I knew you had these three performances a long time in advance. And Mm -hmm. I thought, well, if I don't need to see all three, but if I were home and not seeing one of your final three New York city ballet shows, I'd feel bizarre and foolish in a way. Because it was like I was just there down the street. Right. So I went to all the shows and sat in different places for each. And the first one had this like crazy kind of gravity to it because of the opening night and all the millions of New York City Valley people being in the audience. And like Sarah was like at her most urgent. And that's always like thrilling and scary. Mm-hmm. And that was the scariest of your diamonds <laughs> for sure. Um, where I just felt un- like, I was like, wow, like everything was so kind of amplified and it's uncertain feeling, but in a good way. The second one felt like the most rational. It was just so kind of like steady and really calm and it didn't have like an emotional narrative. It just was like, isn't this dance just so wonderful? And then the third one felt like a release. Like it was so joyful and also the way that you were dancing felt so like more free than the other two performances. Like I think because you'd let go of like what was to come because there was no more to come. Mm -hmm. The pressure of it being or like leading towards something was gone. Mm. And then like everything worked so well. Which is not to say that everything didn't work well the other nights but like there was something like not only accurate, but also incredibly expansive and free about the last one. Mm. And you were happy and smiling. Yeah. yeah. And were you sad? Um, no. At all? I had, like, moments, I think. On stage. Or yeah. uh, during mid-performance. Were you looking around at the others at the end when everyone's on stage and like... I mean, I I think that like I really wanted that moment in the finale when everyone moves slowly together. I wanted to like feel sad there, but um, Andrew Litton didn't like slow down as much as I, I remember doing it when we were in the core. So it kind of like had a momentum where I didn't really get to like sink into mm-hmm. sadness. Yeah. I it think was quite I, slow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I, I also think that, like, all the moments when I was like, this is the time to be sad, it's like, it's so beautiful. 
Mm. And I, and I wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel sad because it was like so nice to be doing those things. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh no, this, like I'm, the thing is, is that I wasn't sad. It was the last time I was doing any of this. It was mostly like how amazing that I've been doing this for 16 years and that I'm doing this now, this again. And it wasn't about like, I won't do it again. No, I, and which I had really like thought, I thought the whole, I had one really sad show. This season? No, no. When, when I did Concerto Barocco for the last time in DC and, and it was because it was like too far from the ending for it to be any, for it to be noticeable for anyone else that this was an ending for me. Well, everyone knew. Right. Everyone knew and everyone knew it was my life. Like, but it was like, I could have, you know, I could have been like, this is my very last Concerto Broco <laughs> and made a big deal about it. But it's like, that's a hard part to do that with. Right. Because you're kind of just, I like, don't really count, you know? Yeah. And, but at the same time, that's something that I've done as long as I did diamonds. And I really, I, lo- I did it with every partner that I had like a really significant relationship with pretty much. Mm-hmm. Albert taught it to me. I worked with Sally. Like, you know, it was just like, I had, that was, it felt really, it felt so sad. Mm. Um, Albert Evans. Albert Evans. Who passed away. Yeah. Some people listen to this and don't know everything. Oh, yeah, sorry. Albert Evans (laughs) and Sally Leland, who were both principal dancers in New York City Ballet and who did those roles. Not at all? No, no, I'll stay up forever. Russell doesn't want to try a bit of patience. I'm going to have it tomorrow. Um... It's good. Goodness gracious. But you didn't have the cookie. The cookie? Well, the, you know, the crumbs. That's the end without any of the crumbs. I made a version for the top. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it was, yeah, it felt very sad. That felt sad. But I think it was also because I didn't get to, like, it was just me. I felt alone. You know, mm-hmm. it was like Mira and Isabella and all the dancers in the core of Barocco were having a much bigger experience than what I was a part of. Mm-hmm. And I had, I felt like very emotional and then Mira went on and like kept dancing a lot. And I was just like off stage, sad by myself, mm-hmm. you know? And I was, and so it didn't, and, and also it, I didn't make a big deal out of it being the last thing. And that felt sad. But then, like, I thought, you know, I thought doing Copeland dance episodes, I was, like, perfect time to cry on stage because it's, like, about a breakup, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'd had kind of, like, Miriam and I had had, like, very emotional performances before. And in the last one, I was, like, this is so fun. Oh. I was, like, free. And, you know, it just felt great. You're outside. There's bugs. Outside. I was, like, watching Miriam and just, like, you know, she was so beautiful. And I was, mm-hmm. like, this is... I'm glad, you know, I don't want to keep doing this, but how nice that I'm doing it right now. Oh, and that's, I think that's really how I felt doing Diamonds, too. And I think, like, I think I'm going to feel sad when I go back to watch the ballet, and I'm like, well, this is, I'm not doing this anymore, this has moved on. That's what I imagine. Right. But I, I hadn't, uh, when I did mention to you that I saw the ballet after your retirement show... I heard you then express to someone else that that felt weird to you. Yeah. Just to hear that, like, it goes on. Right. Like, I texted Emily Kikta the other day, and she's, like, tired because she's had a whole week of shows after right. I left. And you're like, 
Well, I'm like, oh, I've I've literally sat on my like, couch. I'm, I finished a weird crochet project that didn't turn out very well. That's not true. <laughs> they turned out as planned. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Okay, Russell, you have to consult. I don't, they look good. I think they look done. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to like stick something in the middle? Stick something in the middle? I don't know what if they're like gooey. I don't know what you mean. Like what if they're underbaked? Oh. Well, I'll leave them in for a couple more minutes. I mean, I, I, I bet you're right. <laughs> um. This is terribly interesting for the people. Yeah. The no, they like this, actually. Reed is taking buns out of the oven, and then just going to put them back in. Yeah, for two minutes. Okay. Um, in the oven, do you... Wait, what was my question to you? I feel like I've had... <laughs> I feel selfish in even talking to you about, like, how I have felt about about your retirement because it seems silly but it's not silly to me I mean it's not silly to me because it's actually like meant a lot to me in like this strange and like kind of spiritual way and then like that week no 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 over the last decade (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the last week felt just like celebratory and sad and like yeah it did all the things that you know these retirement engagements are kind of meant to well I what I felt last week or two weeks whenever it was Mm -hmm. what I felt was that so there that week more than any other time in my career it felt like my dancing was was about more than just me or more than just me and my partner or more Mm -hmm. than just me and people who run on stage like it felt like a week of getting to like share, getting to like really experience just how much of a shared communal project my dance career has been. Yeah. And like how, how shared and communal everyone's dance careers are in a way. Like I felt like so many people were there for the, um, you know, the 75th anniversary, like reminiscing about their own experiences and like, you know, seeing Ellen Barr post all these videos of mm. her memories and like, I'm in the background of some of them where I remember I was there or I remember watching her do these things. And like, I remember her and Robbie and sweet three and like how much that imp- watching that affected right. how I thought of that battle, you know, all these things. It's like, I both saw everyone, everyone else was doing this remembering and like, and celebrating of this institution in a way that like played into the same thing that I wanted to be doing in that moment to end my career. Yeah. And then family members came in who haven't seen me dance that much, like family members who've come to see almost everything I've done were there. You were there at all these shows. Like I had a fun party. It just felt like, like those, it both felt, it never, it didn't, I never felt alone in, in, my dancing week in my dancing that week I felt alone a lot of other moments in my week that week but like it was like Sarah and I had this amazing thing <laughs> Reed started crying which is why I'm laughing I'm sorry <laughs> sorry but I but like it was such like a and people everyone in the company was so 
wonderful that whole week and we're just like so supportive and engaged with it being my last week and it, it just it was so special to have my the, the, my my it was so special to have my retirement be a communal experience that's what it felt like for me great <laughs> that's terrific um, yeah, no, that's really good. Like, I liked hearing about people being there and watching it and, like, yeah. telling me what they liked about it, because I liked so, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, like, so happy with what, not just what that week was, but, like, what my career was, and it felt so fun to have everyone engaged in it in such, like, a... You know, people weren't, like, bitching about work that week to me. Right. And it was great. It was like, this is fun, and we love everything. Mm. Even though, you know, everyone else had other stuff going on. They, like, allowed it to be kind of, like, about, oh, yeah. about your experience. Yeah. It was, everyone was so generous and nice and wonderful. And Sarah gave you a bracelet. And Sarah gave me a bracelet. Sarah, we just had, like, she was so, pre- she was, like, a, a, you know, such an incredible person to have that week with. Because... She's so present on, like, even when she doesn't want to be out on stage, she's so present in that we're out on stage and she doesn't want to be there. But I mean, that, that's not what this week was, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. But it's like, the, it, she, it, it was just, yeah, she was so wonderful to have these, to have three, like, emotional shows with her in something that, like, neither of us were at all stressed about, uh-huh. you know? Oh. <sighs> That was great. And was this how you imagined this talk going? Or there was something... I something thought I was going to fall asleep. <laughs> there was something you said the other day about this talk, which, that you wanted it to be what? Oh, two well, I just... Two I, parts. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just said that I wanted... I just wanted to make... Like, you know, there's stuff that your listeners don't need to know that I wanted to share with you. With me? Yeah. Well, we've done that. That's what oh, I said. Oh, is it... A, have you shared it with me? I don't know. I mean... Oh, it'll come up. Yeah. If it hasn't already. Right. <laughs> um, well, is that enough? Sure. Thank you for sharing the whole, so much, more than you ever should have with me. Oh, my pleasure. I hope it hasn't been agonizing. No. Okay, great. I, it was always a relief to know that if I really fucked up, you'd be thrilled. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be thrilled if you'd like you know, really rolled into the pit or something, you know, but like... I mean, you would have been concerned for my physical well-being, but that would have been, like, the highlight of your Well, I would have talked about it for the rest of my life, but, (laughs) I mean... Yeah. I will miss the experience of going to see you in the valley and feeling surprised that you are so excellent. (laughs) And that's true. I was... I don't know why I was... Because I know you and you're so kind of unassuming, it was very frequently a surprise to see you in roles and be like, oh, like you have a kind of like gravity and like presence and ability. Is that insulting? No, I, I, that feels great to hear. I've already forgotten that I danced. <laughs> oh, Russell, you're so excellent. <laughs> I'm true. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just great. I'm really grateful that I got to like, live vicariously in some way through you and also like bring you into like 
other friendships and other dance yeah. friendships that have now become meaningful and I'm I'm laughing because I don't know what to say. Good. Yeah. That's okay. Real. You're welcome. You'll come back. I have I have no doubt. I'll make you. Yeah, book group. Oh yeah. A welcome guest to book group anytime. Um we were watching single white female and we left. Nope. We were watching Fatal Attraction. <laughs> And um, it was good. It was good. I mean, it was it was too much for me. It was a bit scary. Yeah, I wanted to go to bed. The, the wrist slitting was that was I didn't, in, I didn't in that was hard. Um, I'm really uh, hopeful about these cinnamon buns. The sample ones are absolutely delicious. It smells good. I'm excited and, to wake up um, in the morning. It's been really nice being with you in Kansas. This is the furthest away from New York we've ever been together. Yes. I reminded you we were once meant to be in China together. Yeah, but then, I didn't get my visa. Yeah, that would have been fun. Um. Is that it? I just want our listeners, because uh, I'm wor- I'm worrying that they're worried that we'll never see each other again. What you and me? Oh no! <laughs> I bet. Yeah, we're we're stuck. But as soon as I push pause, I'll still see Russell. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we're. I'm, that's not going anywhere. No. You're moving down the hall tonight. I am moving down the hall. Yeah, it'll be a better space for you. Because you can close all the curtains, there's no light. Right. Yeah, I like the light. Yeah, I'd rather have none. Well, I don't want floodlights coming. Is that in. always? You always sleep with the curtains closed. Yeah, but I but like I you know, it's, I don't need like blackout curtains. I just don't want light shining into my eyes and there's like floodlights flood <laughs> shining into that bedroom from the stadium. Okay, well, Jeremy, this is the recording about. Was Jeremy responding? Mm, he and I will talk on Wednesday. Oh, and then this will be a part of of the broader discussion somehow. Okay. Although yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Probably fatal attraction. And these cinnamon buns, definitely. Okay. Well, thirty minutes. Wow, pretty good. Time yeah. to We love you very much, listeners, and thank you to those of you who've really um, supported Russell being on the show. Yeah, I always, been a lot. Yeah, so it's it's really really nice. I, I always love hearing that. It's nice. Yeah. Anyways, it's good that you're not on all the time. They tire of you like they're tired of me. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. We love. See you. Bye. Bye.